0: Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve.
1: Welcome to this session on uh, Daily Sobriety Renewal. My name is Joe, and I'm from Cape Cod, and my co-speaker is Paul Z from Atlanta. Uh, I don't know about him, but I'm a sexaholic. (laughs) Me, too. Um, Each of us will uh, share our journey on this topic. Then we will take time to answer questions. Questions will be taken preferably from the ask a basket, but I'm not too pedantic about that. Um, If you wish to participate, write your question down, etc. In the spirit of the fifth tradition to carry the message, this is a recorded session. The recording equipment will not be turned off during the session. We ask that you please silence all cell phones. Let us open with the serenity prayer. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Thy will, not mine, be done. The SA Purpose, Sexaholics Anonymous is a fellowship of men and women who share their experience, strength, and hope with each other that they may solve their common problem and help others to recover. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop lusting and become sexually sober. There are no dues or fees for SA membership. We are self-supporting through our own contributions. SA is not allied with any sect, denomination, politics, organization, or institution, does not wish to engage in any controversy, neither endorses nor opposes any causes. Our primary purpose is to stay sexually sober and help others to achieve sexual sobriety. Paul will start.
2: Okay, I'm going to read uh, today's thought for the day. When we were lusting, we were living an unnatural life, physically and mentally. We were pushing our bodies by loading them with lusting. We didn't eat enough, and we ate the wrong things. We didn't get enough sleep or the right kind of rest. We were ruining ourselves physically. We had a lusting obsession, and we couldn't imagine life without it. We kept imagining all kinds of crazy things about ourselves and about other people. We were ruining ourselves mentally. Since I came into SA, I am getting better physically and mentally. And the meditation for the day is, I believe that my life is being refined like gold in a crucible. Gold does not stay in the crucible only until it is refined, and I will never despair or be despondent. I now have friends who long for me to conquer. If I should err or fail, I will cause pain and disappoint them. I will keep trying to have a better life. And the prayer for the day is, I pray that I may always call on God's strength. While the, goal, the gold of my life is being refined, I pray that I may see it through God, with God's help. Amen. So this is a, a daily renewal session, and uh, those of you that are familiar with it, uh, typically when you call in, uh, you volunteer to uh, go through the daily renewals. Um, I. I think that the easiest way to do this is, um, if you just want to come up and uh, talk to the mic, we can put a chair and you can talk into the mic and you can do your five questions, or is there any other suggestion? Okay.
1: Not everybody is totally familiar with it. Um, Some of you know, my sobriety came through uh, phone meetings. As a matter of fact, Friday afternoon was my very first SA face-to-face meeting. I'm Joe from Cape Cod. Cape Cod doesn't have any SA meetings. Nearest ones are Boston and Providence. So found phones. Um, And in particular, uh, at least for me in the beginning, it was better that I was in men-only meetings. So I found a... um, Uh, A daily sobriety renewal phone meeting at 8.30. It met every day of the week, and it had like maybe five people in it. And uh, uh, we tried to make it a safe and comfortable place. Um, And the meeting has now gradually grown to where it's about 60 to 70 men every morning. And uh, we started up an afternoon meeting Monday through Friday at 4 o'clock to try to help people that... Don't like to get up at 530 in the morning on the West Coast or wherever they are to have another resource or people on the uh, East Coast maybe toward the end of the day, but sobriety renewal is uh, About making a commitment It really is formalizing the commitment that we we like to think we have in this program Every day is a new day every day. We have to recommit Uh, so some groups have eight questions some groups have five questions The, the meetings that i'm secretary for have six originally we did have eight and it was done twice two cycles through everybody on the phone but it got so big we couldn't get done so we gradually edited them down to six and um we ask people, do you admit just for today that you're powerless over lust and acting out? Which is really step one. The second one is, do you desire sobriety and freedom for the next 24 hours? And are you willing to do anything about it? Three, do you intend with God's help to stay sober? And um, will you abstain from sex with yourself or anyone else other than a spouse? Um, Working the SA tools and the program, but realizing it's God that keeps you sober, no one else. I tried real hard for a long time on my own, and it didn't work out. Till I got here and had I found a partner in God. Um, then it asked you to give a brief inventory of the struggles and victories you've had over the last 24 hours. In summary. Um, ask uh, the fifth question asks you to um, what are you grateful or proud of because you can be grateful you know it's not all bad here yeah. and lastly uh, are you willing to turn your will and care of your life over to a, a higher power god that has protected you in the past and will continue to do so today so that's what it's about Uh, So we go rolling along with so many people, we usually do it in about a minute to a minute and a half, and we actually set a timer, although we're not pedantic about it. And then we have a very robust discussion time afterwards. That's really what daily sobriety renewal is about. And uh, it has a magical effect on people um, because they're on a phone or in a meeting, and they're saying before the people that are like them, I'm gonna do it today, I really will. And I I personally believe when you make that commitment and understand what you're making, you have a lock on 24 hours of sobriety. For me, we all come to a different way of praying and and having a higher power in our view of them, but I've, I've kind of honed down my prayers in the morning I, you know, I asked to be kept sober. I thank God for the sobriety he gave me through the night. But I ask for only three things. The first one is the humility to realize I can't do it myself. Only he can lift things from me. And boy, do I need that humility because I didn't have any um, when I got here. And the second thing is for the willingness to get up off my knees and live the 12 steps in all parts of my life. Those steps just are not for sobriety they're for everything and lastly I ask for rigorous honesty I was cash register honest my entire life didn't steal from anybody I didn't do any of that I lied to myself constantly so rigorous honesty is the outgrowth of the program and if you can find those three things I truly believe you will stay sober today and you will have a peaceful life and that's the essence of daily sobriety renewal. So, just a description of it.
2: Okay, thanks. I'm going to set this up with a chair and a speaker. Yes? Can I ask, are there uh, other folks that do different ways, or um, any other questions that are asked? This is the only way I know of daily renewals that I've heard of
1: but
3: you can come up and introduce yourself and comment on whatever you'd like. My name's Nancy. I'm a sexaholic. Um, Mm -hmm. One day at a time, very grateful to God. Um, Sobriety date, December 1504. When I first heard of a sobriety renewal, I did it with my sponsor. I was responsible every day to call at the same time, and my sponsor would ask me the list of questions. Excuse me. I've, uh, however, it was like a yes, 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 and then there were a couple of them, they went into more detail. And I found that wasn't as helpful because it became rote. Um, found the questions in the back of the Step Into Action, which are also in uh, practical recovery tools, practical tools for recovery, um, and there might be six of them or so, but like the first question, are you willing to admit you're powerless over lust? And I'll do this now with a partner two ways. Can you give me an example in the last 24 hours of how you know you're powerless over lust? Can I see the back of the the step into action? Um, Let's see here. Oh, there's one of the questions in the step into action that reads, are you planning on doing anything in the next 24 hours that might be a threat to your sobriety? And I'm not so crazy about that. We'll talk about. Um, is there anything Is there anything in the next 24 hours? Oh, are you planning to do anything you'd be ashamed of today? I don't want to plan that. But so we'll ask the question: Do you anticipate anything in the next 24 hours that might be a threat to your recovery? Um, we'll talk about. Describe anything in the last 24 hours that you've done um, to do your higher power time, your step work, and any victories. You've had in the last 24 hours. These are different forms of questions we've asked. Um, describe uh, any noise in your head and your heart, which could be anything kind of wandering around in my brain that might be a threat or that I should let someone be aware of. Anyway, so the first time I, the way I learned it was just to call every day with my sponsor. It's kind of confusing to me to hear about doing it as a group. Um, Currently I do one with a sponsee where she calls me at a set time. I do another one with a sponsee who we actually do it back and forth with each other. Anyway, that's what I have to share, and I'm just wondering if anybody else has other ways that they do a sorority renewal or other questions that might be very helpful to them to include. Thanks. Thank you.
1: She's absolutely right. It's about commitment. It isn't about those six questions or anything. It isn't about whether you do it in a group session or you do it one-on-one. I have sponsees that can't make a meeting. They call in and actually answer those questions into my voicemail. Um, Some of them text. Some of them email. It's about... Making that commitment to stay sober and actually putting it down. Yes, sir. Yes, please. Come on up.
4: I know you old timers will uh, be amazed to know that some of us. You? Oh, Bill, recovering sexaholic. Hi,
5: Bill.
0: Hi, Bill.
4: Sorry. Uh, be amazed to know that some of us didn't know about this uh i didn't know about it till a young man came up to me yesterday and said would you do a, whatever he called this and i said well what is it i'd be glad to do it with you uh and you're going to say it's in the back of the book and listen i've done so many book readings since i got sober that i know i've read everything you know and uh uh, now, I can blame it on age. Uh, I used to be able to blame it on something else. Um, but this is an incredible tool for people who are having a trouble staying sober. And I just was not aware of it. I mean, I'm in a group that's a therapy group. And some of the guys in there are not in SA. I just sit and wonder how that's possible. But some of them are really having a hard time And we try to give them suggestions, because we are allowed to cross-talk in that particular group. And this is a valuable thing I wish I had had in my head somewhere. So I know there's a telephone number. Where do we find that? And how do we figure out how to get in touch with these things?
1: Thank you. you. Funny you should ask.
4: (laughs) I knew
1: you'd have an answer. Actually, if you go to SA.org, go to meetings, click on phone meetings, you'll find a PDF there that tells you all the phone meetings and voice over Internet. You'll find the phone number of uh, the 830 a.m. Eastern and the 4 p.m. Eastern daily sobriety renewal meetings. and We always have openings to come on down. It's funny because I kind of went through the first those six questions that we do. And they really revolve around the first three steps. And I, I have found on occasion when um, people are doing it, they're more interested in telling you about their what's gone right and wrong that day. And I have i don't do this as a general rule, but I do with sponsees. Uh, I've had people say yes to the first three questions. And... Sometimes I I give them my experience, strength, and hope, and say, "No, those are the most important first. One, if you want to skip anything, skip them later." But um, are you powerless? Is your life unmanageable? And are you committed to staying sober today you know, through a higher power? That really is steps one, two, and three paraphrased. They are the core of the program. Even Roy Kay comments uh, in in the White Book. Until you've done step one, two, and three and really begin to understand what it means and you're ready to make that commitment, don't go any further. Because you're bandaging a festering wound. You're not ready to accept. You. you can't do it on your own. You need help. You need some kind of, a, will say, divine intervention. Uh, you may believe in a higher power or you may not but you have to come to believe you can't do it on your own some people initially the higher power is the meeting the group in aa they call it god the group of drunks Um, but you have to understand you can't do it you need help once you can do that you're on your way and then you'll find your higher power i came into the program believing in god I discovered I just didn't have any faith. Big difference. So, anybody else? Okay, come on. Did you want to comment, Paul?
2: Well, I was going to do a daily renewal, but let's go. Oh, okay. Would you like this gentleman to go?
6: Yes, on deck, person. Good morning. My name is Yost, the recovering sexaholic from Montreal. Um, Basically, it's funny because one of my commitments of this, it's my first international convention in nine years of recovery, and um, one of my commitments was in the beginning of the convention that I want to do a daily sobriety renewal, I want to strengthen my sobriety. I'm sober for five and a half years, and I feel that I want to push it a little further, and I didn't know that there's going to be this meeting. Now, I saw this meeting, I was very happy. Um, however, I did it, like, um, uh, I was sober for three and a half years, and I did it in my first time of sobriety, r- round of sobriety. And I found that it's okay, that it's a, like a, chest- a checklist of five minutes just to have it done. So I, I also did a daily sobriety renewal. How would I be able to strengthen it into a more purposeful tool to strengthen my recovery, to really... Uh, remember it throughout my day like a kind of a commitment uh, that I should be able to carry for the next 24 hours.
1: That's where there's some advantages to do it with somebody, whether it's one-on-one, as the young lady said, or it's in a group meeting, you begin to hear other people making the commitment. You understand that it's not just you alone. And surprisingly, even in the act of answering the questions, you hear people Say things that are positive triggers, not negative ones. So it's, um, it's a remarkable tool. Not the only tool. I, my lovely wife, who was in program for almost 50 years, used to say, if all you do is go to meetings, you'll stay insane. So it isn't just the meetings, it's the steps. The steps are the core. From that, everything flows. It's not the meetings and coincidentally the steps. At least that's my my opinion. Anyway, cool. So,
2: so the five questions are there if you want to read them and answer them. And can you read the questions
6: aloud again? Yes. Okay. Uh, question number one. Are you willing to admit you are powerless over lust? Um, yeah, I'm really powerless over lust. I cannot handle this on my own. Um, even though that I have a long stretch of sobriety and positive sobriety and a good spirit, but anything could just be a trigger and I'm just powerless over it. Uh, Something comes my way and I'm off. Question number two, do you desire sobriety and freedom from the actions and obsessions of lust for the next 24 hours? I sure do. I know how my life is really unmanageable when I don't and I really don't like that. And I really like when I'm sober and sober-minded. So yeah, I really desire sobriety and freedom. Question number three, are you willing to do whatever is necessary to protect this sobriety for the next 24 hours, including rigorous honesty, praying to God, calling on others, surrendering all fears, self-pity and entitlements, forgiving all resentments, refusing all hits as, as toxic, reading literature, going to meetings, Setting boundaries and maintaining an attitude of gratitude. Modify list as appropriate. Whew, that's a long list. (laughs) But you
1: don't have to spend all day.
6: (laughs) Um, Well, to be honest, and a couple of them I can answer that I'm willing, and quite a few of them I'm not sure that I'm really willing. Um, Rigorous honesty. um, To be honest, I'm not willing to be rigorous honest. Um, But I know That that's going to help me in my sobriety So if for 24 hours I can commit to be rigorous honest Yeah, I'll give that a try Um, Another one that was That hit me was um, Surrendering all fears Um, I want to get rid of them But do I want to surrender them? Also not quite sure Am I ready to let go of them? basically for me letting go of fear would mean that i'm willing to just try whatever i'm fearful of to try to do it anyways even though i'm fearful of um and that's a really tough one for me and i'm working on that and i know that it's going to help me so for 24 hours yeah i guess when i answer these questions it's also on a 24-hour basis not on a I'm willing to surrender all the fears, and that's it. That's no, hard. it's a daily, a daily sobriety. and all. Okay, got it. Okay. Question number four. Are you willing to do whatever is necessary to, to continue in recovery? In other words, work the steps for at least 15 minutes in the next 24 hours. That's another tough question for me. <laughs> I... Did the all the steps uh, back three years ago with the sponsor? I worked them uh, through a year, but then I changed my sponsor uh, through uh, Group Conscious. <laughs> it's a long story, but I took a new sponsor and he told me, um, "Well, how you work with me is you start step one." I told him, uh, "You know, I I don't know if you heard me right. I did all the steps. You know, I I'm past that." Uh, he said, "Yeah, but." continue with me if you want me as a sponsor you're going to start at step one and I did and for the last um, probably two years almost I'm at step four just stuck there not doing nothing just I'm calling him every day and I'm telling him in my message he doesn't pick up but that's a requirement I need to call him every day and every once in a while I say you know I really want to do step four I really want to do step four but that's A saying, it's in my heart, but not moving forward. So that was also one of my commitments this um, Saturday, that I am willing to, at least that's what he told me in the beginning, to do 15 minutes a day. 15 minutes a day, I can handle. If I need to do step four, that's something that's a blockage there, but 15 minutes a day to do steps, I can do that. Yeah, question number five, do you realize that this renewal does not keep us sober? God does. However, it does help us to be aware of ourselves and to be accountable to others. Yes, I do realize that very strongly, and um, it does help. Question number six, do you realize this, that this renewal is only for this 24 hours, and that tomorrow you are free to go another way? I do believe it now. Question number seven: Tell me about time spent with your higher power and your step work during the past 24 hours. Have you done anything you are grateful for during the past 24 hours? Um, I spent time with my higher power um, while praying yesterday. Um, I spent some time relaxing yesterday, um, focusing what's uh, at the meet, uh, what I can gain from this uh, convention. Um, uh, what was that um, yeah and I'm really grateful for the people I try to say a good word to I'm really grateful for a beautiful meeting we had just out of nowhere we were sitting four, four guys together in the room eating and one guy brought up that we just say uh, um, something positive about the other guy so we went back and forth all the guys said to all the guys and that was felt really amazing to really focus and be not out of myself and into somebody else, what I can think about some good, some uh, somebody uh, of somebody else that was really a grateful tool. Question number eight: Have you done anything you wish to bring to the light, or are disappointed or ashamed of during the past 24 hours? Have you viola- violated any boundaries? Thanks to my higher power, and without any understanding of how it happened, I did not do anything to that, and I'm really grateful for that. Continues. Okay, question number nine. Are you planning on doing anything you would be disappointed about or ashamed of during the next 24 hours? Any danger zones coming up? I am not planning to do anything, but talking about danger zones, I am flying back to Montreal today, traveling through three airports. That's quite a danger zone for me. That's where my acting out started, uh, going to the news uh, stands back 25 years ago, traveling and looking up the pictures in the magazines. I will not do that today. Uh, The Question number 10, will you call me if you make any any such plans before your next renewal? Um, I don't know who the me refers to, but I guess I will call somebody if something comes up. Question number 11, are you planning on doing anything you would be grateful for during the next 24 hours? Um, Yes, I am planning to attend a party straight from the airport tonight. Uh, Where I'm not so interesting But it's a community party And my kids really want to participate So straight for the airport Even though I'm going to be very tired I'm going to go and do that for my kids um, Question number 12 Are you willing with me now To turn your will and your life over to the care of God The one who kept you sober yesterday And protected you from full, from the full consequences Of your lust in the past Yes, I'm willing Thank you
1: if you want a somewhat of a condensed version of that and you don't feel like writing it down go to sa.org um, phone meetings and I put up a number of the meeting scripts just look for the 830 um, uh, DSR meeting it tells you exactly what is done in the meeting it's the script we use including the questions are right there. It's everything that is, only in a more condensed form.
4: That came up on a Google search too. Okay. When I did yesterday.
1: It came okay. Up on a um, it's not the only answer, but it is. It in an essence, it's like um, I don't know if any of you went to step six and seven breakout yesterday, but in some people. Uh, they get into the steps and they go as far as 4 and 5 and they feel like they've made it. And that's only the beginning because you're just coming to understand who you are and getting it out on the table and understanding what your character defects are, etc. Then you need to process them. And 6 and 7 is where you build a relationship, I believe, with God. Um, and that's an ongoing thing you can if you do a great inventory well that's who you are you've done you have step 10 to do a daily one if you make amends and forgive yourself well hopefully you've done it you just have to do it if you mess up today but those character defects um who you are is who you are it is not going to change and if you go into step 12 a lot of people miss this um Bill Wilson, in writing it, came at the end of the second page of Step 12 and the 12 and 12. He said, well, we're at the Step 12, but before we go forward, let's review our first 11 steps. And on the second page, there's the best description of Step 6 and 7 that I've ever seen written. And it talks about, you know, you are who you are. Are you ready to give it up? Well, maybe yes, maybe no, but I'm not going to say I'm never going to give it up. And then in step seven, it says, I'm I'm going to ask God or whatever you call your higher power to take away those character defects as he can or will in the circumstances of the day you ask. Those circumstances are your commitment, what you do. God's always there. He'll always do his part. The question is, do I do my part? If I do, I have a great day. If I don't do it so much, I don't have such a good day. doesn't mean I'm going to act out, but I don't achieve the peace, the program, promises and gives. Um, I promise you I've experienced it. Anybody that hasn't, stick around. It's right there.
7: Hi, I'm Saul. I'm a sex and lust addict. Um, Back in um, October, November of last year, my fellowship was able to... uh, to get a uh, clubhouse. And when they started the clubhouse, we went from five meetings to 22 meetings a week. And I asked that one of the meetings be at 6.15 a.m. And I said, we should do a DSR meeting. And somebody who was not familiar with daily sobriety renewal came over to me afterwards and said, so we talk about our deep-seated resentments? <laughs> and I said, no, it's a daily sobriety renewal. Why don't you come 6.15 and find out? And what we do is we, there's actually... There's three sets of questions, so we'll do one set on Monday and Thursday, one set on Tuesday and uh, Saturdays, and you know, just every column is different. Um, but it's an opportunity to to share whatever you need to share within the questions, and I'll try to show you how it's done. Um, are you willing to admit that you are powerless over lust? Um, to me, uh, lust is like fire, and if I put my hand in fire, I will always get burned. So I cannot lust. Because I will get burned if I start to lust. Desire sobriety and freedom from the actions and the obsessions of lust for the next 24 hours. I desire it. I need it. I will not be a normal person. I will not be the good soul if I don't have sobriety and freedom from the actions and obsessions of lust for the next day. Are you willing to do whatever is necessary to protect the sobriety for the next 24 hours? I am willing to be rigorously honest I'm willing that since I am programmed to lie, that if I do lie, within a few minutes, I will correct that lie, I will admit that it's a lie, and I will tell you what the truth is. I'm willing to pray to God and ask God and others to help me maintain my sobriety. I'm willing to surrender all my fears, all my self-pity and entitlements. I'm a very selfish person, and I know that God doesn't want me to be a selfish person. I'm willing to forgive and forego all my resentments I know that they are toxic hits. I will definitely commit to reading literature today. I have time today to read literature. I will read the white book today. I will read a paragraph or two in the big book. I will definitely go to meetings. I'm doing that right now. And I have boundaries, and I'm going to maintain the boundaries that I've set. Um, Are you willing to do whatever is necessary to continue recovery? In other words, work the steps at least 15 minutes up to several hours if necessary for the next 24 hours. Um, currently, I am on Step 6, and um, every day since I've started Step 6, which is about a week and a half already, I, I read the step. I read it in the 12 and 12, and I'm getting ready to be ready. Uh, do you realize that this renewal does not keep us sober? God does. However, it does help us to be aware of ourselves and to be accountable to others. The only power that could keep me sober is God. Um, I can never do it on my own. So yes, I definitely realize that God is keeping me sober. Do you realize this renewal is only for 24 hours and that tomorrow you're free to go another way? I certainly look forward to waking up tomorrow because perhaps I won't be sober tomorrow, but for today, I definitely will be sober. But if I'm going to get through today and I wake up tomorrow, I can make a decision then tomorrow not to be sober, but I will commit to stay sober until I wake up tomorrow morning. Tell me about time spent with your higher power and your step work during the past 24 hours. Have you done anything you are grateful for during the past 24 hours? Um, uh, I went to a meditation meeting this morning. I connected with my higher power. It was a great meditation meeting because it was basically the same way I do my meditation. I was happy that somebody else actually does it the same way. It... uh, It is a great way for me to start my day, and I have to start that day. Have you done anything or you wish to bring light on or disappointed or ashamed of during the past 24 hours? Have you violated any boundaries? Um, Being in a hotel is extremely triggering to me. It will always be triggering to me. Most of my acting out was done in hotel rooms. Um, I do have a roommate, and um, he's actually my sponsee as well. Um, So that was okay, but before I went to sleep last night, I had a triggering thought that if my roommate was a female NSA, maybe something else would be happening instead of just fellowship and recovery. So that thought did come to my mind, and I am ashamed of it. Are you planning on doing... Let's
2: just do the uh, six steps, uh, six questions. So we can uh, let some other people share.
7: Okay. Um, Well, then I'll just close at this point. So thank you for letting me share. Thank
4: you.
8: Is there a timer on the... Hi, my name is Chaim. I'm addicted to lust. Um, This is my first time doing the the DSR also. I committed with a friend in the program to do it every day, so it's a good practice. Um, Question question number one. Are you willing to admit you are powerless over lust? Yes, um, I'm completely powerless. um, Like Harvey describes in one of his tapes, the second that i lost, I'm in this magnetic field to act out and only something else can take me away of the magnetic field. And uh, I feel every time that I'm touch lost. Do you desire sobriety and freedom from the actions and obsessions of loss for the next 24 hours? Yes, um, I'm willing to do anything that I can. I prayed to God in the shower this morning and I desire a lot. Are you willing to do whatever is necessary to protect this sobriety for the next 24 hours, including rigorous honesty, praying to God, calling the others, surrendering all fears, self-pity, and entitlements, forgiving all his rendements, refusing all hits and toxins, reading literature, going to meetings, setting boundaries, and maintaining an attitude of gratitude? Um, yes, I'm going to work on my steps today. For 50, uh, That's going to come later, but I'm going to... Um, read literature and I'm going to go to a meeting tonight as well besides for a meeting today <clears throat> um, do you realize this renewal does not keep up sober God does however it does help us to be aware of ourselves and to be accountable for others yes do you realize that this renewal is only for the 24 hours and tomorrow you're free to go another way yes and I think it's tricky this should be question number one no? to let you know that thank you
3: Thank, Thank you. you. Hi, my name is Nancy. I'm still a sexaholic, still powerless over lust, and still, I have to say, one day at a time. And I don't like saying sobriety date, but December 1504. I heard from the audience off mic that you can check Google, Google search, and you can find different sets of questions for sobriety renewals. I'm not sure if that was how it was stated. Um, there's one of the questions, whatever is necessary. And the way it's worded is refusing all hits as toxic. I don't want to take a hit. We've changed that to refusing, surrendering. We've changed it to surrendering all temptations as toxic. As a lustaholic, I'm going to be tempted. There's nothing wrong with it. I've got to refuse that temptation. I cannot take the hit. And the third thing is I heard folks talk about how important it is to do it you know, with newcomers or when you're having a lot of trouble with sobriety. It's extremely important for me to do that every single day if I want to stay sober one day at a time. Thanks.
1: Nancy makes the point. That's why it's called daily. And it's your commitment for the day. It's, it's like doing an inventory. You can do an inventory and just say, well, I did it. The reason there's a step five is because everybody, and addicts especially, are angle shooters. They slip by things. When you have to speak your inventory, uh, it's not as easy to uh, to skip around on things. When you do a renewal and you do it with people, you hear yourself. There's more honesty possible and When you do, like Nancy said, when you're doing it one-on-one, particularly, there's feedback possible. In the case of a group meeting, the feedback oftentimes comes in the discussion time at the end, where people can ask questions that arise out of doing it. But it is day. When I first got to the program, uh, I was deeply involved. I never missed a day for days after days after days. Now I do it in it. I'm there, and I'm involved, but... As Bill Wilson aptly pointed out, if you're doing the program and you're doing it well, there is a life beyond meetings. And you're supposed to participate, but you're not participating naked. You're taking the steps in recovery with you. So you're still in a meeting,
9: it's just a different form. Hi, I'm Dan, Sex and Lustaholic. I want to thank Saul because Saul is all, uh, the one who started our DSR meetings. And I think I'm probably the, the the person who comes the most. I love them. I can probably get through this. I've, I've worked very hard to get through this in two minutes. Oh, sure. Do you, um, I completely and totally admit that I am powerless over lust. I have absolutely no control, and the only way I can control it is if I take the eye out of it and I ask God to... Uh, Take it from me. Um, I desire freedom um, from my lust for the next 24 hours, and I am absolutely willing to do whatever is needed to protect to, to, to protect this desire. Um, I plan for the next 24 hours to abstain from, from from sex with self and any other person other than my spouse. Um, and um, I will use every recovery tool aid that I have um, that I possibly need to at the time, and that includes reaching out to my higher power, reaching out to other people in fellowship, and doing whatever possible um, I can to stay sober in that moment. Um, for me, staying sober is not just the act of sex with self and um, and others. I have other bottom lines because l- I'm a true lust addict. I don't think it's really about sex for me, um, but I and I agree to stay away from those other bottom lines as well. Um, Over the last 24 hours, I've had a lot of struggles. I actually, um, while here, um, had a situation where I was not rigorously honest with my wife at home, and I did not make amends in the fastest possible way, and um, I have to live with that right now. Um, I did not come clean right away. It took me a long, long time to come clean to her, and it was very, very painful, and I'm dealing with that right now, and I'm... Really in a very bad place with it, but for the next 24 hours, I actually do choose to not not fail in the same way that I have in the past 24 hours. Um, just for today, I'm willing to hand over my will and the care of my life to God to keep me sober, as He has protected me, and God certainly has protected me from from uh, from as bad as it can as as it could have been. So, whatever, thank you very very much. Wanted to bring some of that to light and. Um, share that uh, even while we're, sh- we're striving for recovery and we're, quote-unquote, sexually sober, it's still hard to be um, fully serene and sober um, in the moment. Thank you. Thank
1: you. And if you figure it out, I'll give you my phone number. It's
10: his phone.
9: Yeah, thanks.
10: Hey, I'm Joey. I'm addicted to lust. And... Uh, this is my first uh, DSR, and uh, it just kind of reminds me of how important it is to be intentional and have a goal, right. and, or else it just kind of becomes an abstract thing. So, mm-hmm. grateful to do this, grateful to um, to learn about this today. Um, do I admit that I'm powerless over lust? Yes, my experience has shown me that I am. Do you desire sobriety and freedom for the next 24 hours, and are you willing to do whatever it takes to protect this desire? Um Yes, uh, and also knowing with, just with rigorous honesty that, that sometimes I just kind of hope or, or desire, but that that desire is to be willing to go to any lengths to maintain sobriety. Do you intend, with God's help, to stay sober for the next 24 hours? Um, to work this, the 12 steps as a recovery tool, um, trusting that it is not the tool in itself but God who keeps you sober. I, I definitely believe that, that it's not... Uh, the, necessarily the tools of the program. It's putting the tools into action and trusting that God acts when I put forth the work. Uh, I kind of the faith in action is working the steps. Um, the, a brief inventory of my struggles and victories over the last 24 hours, focusing on lust, resentment, fear, and time spent with your higher power, as well as your plan for the next 24 hours. Wow, this is... Uh, A really awesome one for me um the last 24 hours you know being at a a convention is kind of overwhelming all the information (laughs) you're receiving and then you know thinking about things at home and all that stuff and um all these great people here like you know just kind of being like curious about everyone and and being newer to the program but just really the last 24 hours for me the struggle has been a fear and a relationship back home and trying to surrender that and not have any resentment towards it um And and having a conversation with this person and, and really just, I'm learning so much and they're not in the same place. And, uh, the, the quote that sticks with me is my expectations of that other person is a premeditated resentment. And, uh, (laughs) I'm trying to learn to let go of my expectations and just take life on its own terms, um, and just live in the moment. And that's, that's enough for me is just, Hey, God's got the, uh, the plan. Help me just to live one day at a time, uh, trusting in that. So I'm just grateful to be here. So thank you.
1: Yep just remember if you're doing the program and you're doing a sobriety renewal you may be powerless but you're not hopeless or helpless there's a big difference this commitment is your understanding that you are neither hopeless or helpless there is something available you will change you just keep coming the miracle happens. I've never yet met a person that actually put recovery first and actually did everything, whether they understood it or not, that didn't get sober and didn't experience the joy and peace that recovery offers. It's there. It just it is. You don't have to know why. You don't have to have an answer. You don't have to have a big book explaining it to you. Take it from me. I know I experienced it, and the only reason I'm sitting here today is because of it. And if I don't do it again today, I may not be sitting here tomorrow.
11: Hi, I'm Milton, sexaholic. Sober since the end of October. Um, I am powerless over lust and my sexual acting out. I do admit that for today. Um, I desire freedom from from lust and desire sobriety for the next 24 hours and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to protect this desire. I'm here at this conference for the first time. I'm here doing the DSR for the first time so I'm overcoming the fear of, of doing this. Do I intend with God's help to stay sober for the next 24 hours abstaining from sex with myself or any person other than my spouse. I am working an essay program. I have a sponsor. I'm on step... Um, I'm on steps one two and three trying to do four stuck and trying to get off of that and get through that Um, I um, am trusting that this is that that it is not this tool in itself but God who keeps me sober I um, brief inventory hotels this lots of people lots of noises lots of all things paper rattling I'm struggling with all of it Um, Lust um, all around me and in my head. Those um, hard coded, hard memories um, and those um, deep, deep seated uh, secrets and such. I'm trying to get, trying to get those out out of my head and turn them over to God. Um, I am grateful that I'm here. This conference has been great. Came with a busload of guys from Greensboro and we're having a great time. And it's uh, it's really good. I have a roommate. Um, so um, that was good for me, um, trying not to isolate. Uh, just for today, I'm willing to hand over my will and care to the life of the one who's kept me sober yesterday and protected me from future consequences. Uh, yes, I do um, ask that God keep me sober today. Thank you.
1: Congratulations on your first DSR. Thank you very much. Good
5: Bobby from Nashville, grateful, recovering, sexaholic. I uh, normally attend the 830 830- men's um, phone meetings, so uh, I admit that I'm powerless over lust and acting out, fear, and a whole bunch of other character defects. I do desire sobriety and freedom today, and with God's help in working the 12-step program, I'll do everything in my power to remain sober and free, recognizing it's only God that keeps me sober. I'm committed to God, this group, my wife and self, not to have sex with self or with anyone outside of my marriage, and that includes fantasy characters in my head. A conscious contact uh, the last 24 hours. It's been a good uh, 24 hours connected with God and uh, the fellowship. Uh, struggles um, at this conference, I'm aware of other people's sobriety and their um, uh, I, I guess I should say jealousy of their um, knowledge and um, their experience. Um, and also on the back side of that, uh, feeling a little less than, if I'm totally honest, that I, makes me feel uh, that I have more to do. Um, and I'm grateful uh, for this conference here in Nashville, the experience that I've had, and I turned the willing care of my life over to God. who kept me sober yesterday and free of the consequences of my lust in the past. And one, one comment, Joe, with with the, uh, the phone call about the intake, um, how it happens with the uh, name and a phone number. Um, I, I know when I called the first time, I hung up, and then I called back, and I... HUNG UP AND it's, uh, IT'S A LITTLE INTIMIDATING TO START WITH. But uh, well,
2: what, Bob,
5: WHAT BOBBY IS SAYING,
1: AT LEAST IN DSR, WE w- WANT EVERYBODY TO KNOW WHO'S ON THE CALL. SO WE ASK PEOPLE TO INTRODUCE THEMSELVES BY FIRST NAME IN THE STATE OR COUNTRY THEY'RE CALLING FROM. I DON'T KNOW IF THEY'RE TELLING ME THE RIGHT NAME OR NOT. THAT'S OKAY. BUT IT'S JUST SO THAT THEY'RE, they're THERE, they're, THEY'RE IN A SAFE COMMUNITY um and as far as what bobby said about being um, impressed by other people's recovery and whatever they have if anybody tells you they've got a lock and they know what recovery is and they they know it all pat them on the shoulder and tell them to keep coming
3: My name's Nancy. I'm still a sexaholic. I hate coming up to this mic again because I've been taught let other people share, but I just heard the most amazing thing, and if this is the one thing I take away from this convention, um, I heard about being honest. uh, From Chapter 5 of the big book, page 58, it talks about if you're loony as a loon, you're still capable of sobriety and recovery if you're willing to be honest. I've always heard that in terms of there's no way for the rest of my life, I can't be honest. And I worry maybe I'm those ones or those folks that are incapable of being honest. And what I heard was in the moment, one day at a time, one moment at a time, when I, I mean, I'm not going to be honest. But I right away make amends. If I take that away, that's great.
1: Right. Perfect And it's true. You know, the hardest thing is to be the fear of being honest. Uh, somebody won't like you. Your wife will throw you out, or your husband, or your partner. Um, but it doesn't happen that way. Rigorous honesty gives you peace. You don't have to worry about what you said. You're not hurtful. You're just rigorously honest. You don't. You don't have to lie anymore. You are who you are. Um, there are a lot of things in my past I would like to change. I can't. That's okay. Only per, I say this to my sponsees all the time. I'm sure many of you have heard this. The only purpose of the past is to learn from and use to help someone else. The future's unknown. <laughs> Saying I heard actually from my wife. Uh, If you have one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you tinkle all over today, and you mess it up. So if you do what you should do today and you practice the program today, when tomorrow becomes today, you have a good reference point from the past to grow from, and you have hope that tomorrow will be a good day also. But it happens by doing it today. We have three three minutes left. We've got time for one more person. One more, and
6: here he comes. Also, I'm a recovering sexaholic and I love uh, Nancy not to cross but how you say you're still a recovering sexaholic <laughs> and, yeah, and I'm still a recovering sexaholic since five minutes ago um, I just want to focus on what Nancy shared about the rigorous honesty I have so much fear when it comes to reading that um, um, paragraph my main core Uh, issue is inferiority. I always feel less than all the guys in my Montreal group are better than me and nobody has what I have. And when it comes to reading that rigorous honesty, it's because of that, because I have not the capability of being rigorous honesty. That's what goes through in my head. I really appreciate what you just said about being rigorous honesty in the moment. It's just for now to be rigorous honesty. And I think for that, I do have the capability. So I'm going to take that away. Thank you very much.
1: Wasn't the meeting I thought it was going to be, it was a better meeting, everybody participating. Um, I never know what a meeting is going to be like. I never prepare for anyone. Um, And I'm amazed sometimes when I do step work with a sponsee. I have no idea what they get out of it, but I always walk away better. So work work hard. If you haven't done steps, get through them so you can be a sponsor. It's an experience of a lifetime. Um, In closing, anything you have heard at this meeting is strictly the opinion of the individual participant. The principles of SA are found in the 12 steps and 12 traditions. In closing, I think we'll do the third step prayer, and if maybe Stand we can a have a circle. Paul, you want to take it? Yeah. Uh, need to close, you the want close the circle, <laughs> please. <laughs> Okay. Oh. He did say, "Please, sir." <laughs> My life
4: is a closed circle.
2: <laughs> okay, third step, prayer. Prayer. God, God I, I offer myself to Thee to build with me and to do with me as Thou wilt.
0: Relieve me of bondage
1: of self.
6: In and out. I'm the secretary of the groups. And uh, that's 8.30 uh, uh, like uh, 8.30 Eastern. Eastern. And you're in
1: Montreal, so what are you? You're Eastern in Montreal, right?
4: Here's what came up when I did the Google search, which
1: I think is your script, right? Yep, I spent a lot of time writing that.
4: Yeah, it just, when I did it, Google search, not through essay. Just uh, Google and search. And uh, we've, are, we've
1: uh, gone over and over and over, and those questions have evolved that are on the next page.
4: Is this the same pass? Is that
1: the right phone number? Yes, it is. Okay, all right. Ah, Come join us. Come join us. I've heard it, but I can't remember it. Joe? Joe. In Cape Cod. Right. What's the phone number? 508. Sorry, let me get to that spot. Here we go. Pile
11: 508.
1: 479. 479. 0269. Phone good. rings 24 7. Hmm? I just grab this for a second? Oh, yeah, sure. Very good. Thank you.
11: You know Simon, I think, right? What? I think you know Simon, right?
8: He's my sponsor. <laughs> He's a good guy. And very a funny
1: good. thing, I, I hired him, and you know, it's phone meetings. So I said after a few months, I send you a picture, you know who you're talking to, send me one. Came back, he was a black man. And I thought, just struck me so funny. I'm not prejudiced, but just right. struck me funny. Just shows the program is it with everybody.
7: Right. Right. Right.
1: Call any time. Okay. Uh, if you decide you're interested, we started about six, seven weeks ago. A WhatsApp group. It's called what's. It's a WhatsApp group. It's an app you you put on your phone. Okay. And it's a 24-hour day,
5: right.
1: every day. Right parking lot basically it's a text parking lot we got about 80 people in it now so and it's funny uh, the noon phone meeting started at for us they have almost 200 and
0: i was looking at it i would like to thank you for listening to this episode of the daily reprieve the best source for experience strength and hope for sa members